0: The video is going to be working, don't worry. I might sound a little bit different, and I'll tell you why. Right after the intro, but let's fucking roll it. The Honestly Lazy Podcast. Bam! Welcome to the Honestly Lazy Podcast with your host, me, Mr. Boy Stick. How you all doing today? I hope you're doing well. If you're watching this on YouTube, you may notice something different. Your boy is finally taking the big step and have upgraded his podcast setup just a wee little bit. The closet is still behind me. I'm still wa- rocking button-up t-shirts with pineapples on it and the same old Honestly Lazy hat. But, if there's one thing I always care about, ladies and gentlemen, the one thing I always care about, it is my audio. And the one thing that's been driving me nuts since I started this fucking bullshit is actually the Echo in this room and a condenser mic. So the reason why I'm sounding a bit different, reason why it, I sound a bit wee bit different is I've officially upgraded my microphone. It's a microphone I've wanted for a very long time. It's the MV7 Shure Microphone. Been wanting this microphone for quite a while now. Ain't going to lie. Been wanting this microphone for quite a while. I mean, it's a nice mic. I'm not going to lie. It's a beautiful, beautiful microphone. And um, I decided to get a new boom arm, the Rode uh, swing arm, as you can see with it. Um, to kind of upgrade my little programming and stuff like that. I will say it was very sad taking apart the old microphone and putting it away in its old little case that came in and retiring it for good. I have had that mic, and I've said this before, but I will go through it again. I've literally had that mic since I was 16. Like me and this mic were like dedicated. Like he was like a brother to me for how much like he helped me make my content he helped me make my content better with just uh, better than a fucking camera microphone to record with this that microphone my apex 135 or 435 or something I forget I actually forgot I'd have to look it up it's in its case right now it's right behind the camera but um that microphone was the beginning stepping stone to where I am today and I just gotta say salute and I'm gonna miss that microphone I'm having a beer for it. Right now, because that microphone, that microphone helped me out a lot, and I wouldn't be right here right now if it wasn't for that microphone. I don't know what it is with microphones. I get excited around them. I like talking into them. That microphone just made me keep going. But all things actually do have to come to an end, and. I got myself the knockoff knock FM or SM7B sure mic. And um, it's it's nice. I like it. Uh, I haven't used it too much. I used it over the weekend, just like fucking around with it. But um, it is a real big difference because where the old mic, I can move around a lot more. This one, I cannot. Like if I talk way over here or right here, even like I, I can, if I talk back here a little bit, you can't really hear me as much as you can hear me right now because with a dynamic, it just picks up what's right in front of it. It's kind of like a shotgun mic where a condenser can pick up the whole room and you should probably soundproof if you're going to use a condenser. My parents got me that microphone for Christmas, so obviously they didn't know too much about it. But, um, yeah, what what a good start to the Monday where I get a new microphone I get to use it. Also, to start off my Monday, I got to give a big shout-out to the homie Gotta give a shout out to my boy Bill. My boy Bill Saunders, the man who did my beautiful tattoo on my ankle, has officially quit his full-time job because he has finally had the chance to go tattooing full-time. This has been something he's been wanting to do for a long time. You know, someone took him underneath their wing. Shout out to Nathan for taking him under his wing and giving him the opportunity. And Bill has been... Like, he hasn't even been tattooing for a year yet. And each time I see him post on Instagram his new tattoos and stuff, tattooed by Bill E-R un- underscore E-R-T-C. Um, go check him out if you want a tattoo. Uh, each time he posts on his Instagram, it just looks better and better every time. His color work, his line work, everything's gotten so better. Even with my tattoo. I got my tattoo when he was still in the free stage as, like, an apprentice. They have to do a lot of free tattoos like to obviously get a lot more practice where, um, and I came out, I expected the line work to not be good and shit, but I mean, fuck, it's a very good tattoo. It's really funny because I just went out to my parents, uh, this past weekend for my nephew's birthday and for some, I got that tattoo in March. Not, and everyone who was at this birthday is like, when would you get the dagger tattoo? And these are the same people when I got the tattoo, they asked me to send them pictures and I did. They asked, they asked me all this type of dumb shit. Oh, like why the ankle and all this type of stuff. And I don't know how, but they have actually forgotten that I got this tattoo. So it is what it is. But shout out to Bill. You know, I actually met him through the factory I'm working at right now. And he's been nothing but supportive with me. He supports the living shit out of this podcast, and literally tries everything he can. He gives me every idea he can to make this podcast a little bit better, as well as I give him ideas for you know tattooing. I'm pff, not really. He more gives me ideas. I come up with random shit for him to kind of draw and stuff. But mostly, it is him just kind of um, giving me advice, and listen to podcasts, and actually give me criticisms and shit, tell me if it was a really good episode, tell me if I clickbaited it too much, tells me all this type of stuff, and I know, like, in the world of, like, podcasting and YouTube and stuff, you do gotta clickbait, but, um, I don't, I really try to avoid it, and I, he says, I did it once when I did the Glorious Suns review, but, um, yeah, so shout out to Bill, proud of you, buddy, you fucking... You, you worked your ass off Worked two jobs One of them being tattooing And one of them working Ten hours at a factory And uh It's all coming together now And you're making your dreams Actually come true So I just Salute to you man Like The tattoo World man You'll make a lot of money Don't forget about your boy You know Even though you will be tattooing me A lot more But um yeah Great guy Good tattoo artist And um you know, even though he fucking busts my balls every day of my goddamn life at work, I'm really going to miss him at at my factory. And I hope that um, he makes as much money as he can because he just had a kid. So <laughs> he needs to make some money. Um, yeah, so cheers to Bill, man. Here's to you. I got a beer. Even though you tell me to lose my gut, I should <laughs> I should not be drinking beer. But it's hard thing to quit. Speaking of beer, though, to start off this episode of the podcast, because honestly, I still don't know what I'm talking about this week. I'm just doing the intro today, and hopefully I can find some other shit to talk about later on throughout the week. But if there's one thing I've noticed... In the Instagram world, I follow a lot of those college pages because I started following a lot of, like, I follow, like, Canadian Life or Party Life and a few other ones, like, full send and shit, like, or Canadian uh, send and shit on Instagram and stuff because I like watching college kids do dumb, drunk things and because when I was in college, I did dumb, drunk things. It makes me feel kind of like I wasn't the only one and what I've been learning about these type of pages, is that holy shit, it isn't just like, like drinking isn't just for fun anymore, these kids are turning it into a sport, like it's crazy as hell, like in the posting, like, like there's the, there's the social media stars that just kind of talk about, you know, um, like what they're wearing and shit, some of them will do a little inspirational quote every day. Some of them will always be posting their best lives. These type of pages just show people showing if, like, how fucked up they're getting and proving that they will, oh, don't worry, I'll fucking push the limits. Let me tell you, I will push the goddamn limits every single time. So today on the Canadian uh, party lifestyle or party life, This was the video that I saw now it's nothing too big it's nothing too crazy nothing like that but it is definitely something where I was like holy shit is this the world of drinking nowadays so I'm just gonna just like tell you guys right now this man I forget how many pints he chugs he at least chugs five pints so here he is starting it off with a Guinness and by the way Guinness is disgusting. Like I, I, and I know people. Oh, it's good with the steak. It's good in some situations. You're just fuck. Guinness is fucking disgusting. All right. Like I do not like these type of very dark beers and stuff like that. I've never have. I am not a craft beer drinker in any means possible. I am not. I'm. I am like what you call a basic taste beer drinker. I guess I don't care for the craft breweries. I don't care to spend an extra $10 on a pint because it's crafted because it costs more money to make. I don't care about any of that. I like my big old Budweiser, Coors Light, Sleeman Clear, fucking Heineken. My big boys, I can go to any store and find stuff so to drive out to the middle of a fucking industrial plant or park to go get a beer. I, I can go to a beer store and, you know, every bar I go to, usually my beer's on tap. So this man sits at a bar. Starts off with a Guinness. By the way, Guinness is disgusting. I was at a craft beer. Like this, is how much I hate the dark beer. I would. Or I don't know how to fucking say it. Oh God, not being racist. Um, I did a Seg party a few weeks ago, and we did a craft brewery tour. And at the last place, they had a dark beer. Like you know, you get those paddles. It's like a craft beer thing to give you a fucking paddle. Just different type of pints and you drink them all. So I got mine. And everyone got the same shit. One of them them tasted like fucking vinegar. Like red like cherry vinegar. It was really gross. And then at the last one, it was this black one. Or dark one. And everyone takes a swig. And they're like, oh, that's actually really good. And then there's me. I almost threw up on the guy across the picnic table from me. And I literally remember with this, like, you know, the gag voice. Like, eh. I'm going to take this from I, mean. I had to give way. I think I did. I, no, I didn't go have a cigarette, but it was close to that. This is how much I hate, like, like the darker beers. And Guinness is just like, people drink that shit warm. I don't get it. So this man starts off with Guinness. Two seconds, gone, all right? Pass him a blue moon. Even, like, like this guy has it so smooth. He squirts a little bit of the lemon or, or orange or whatever's on top, squirts it in. Two seconds, gone. Next one, my favorite, the Budweiser. You don't need to do anything Dad. Just put her in your left hand, chug, and gone. Another two seconds. Pass them to Bud Light. Bud Light, not the same as Bud. It's not. I, if you like Bud Light and you don't like Budweiser, there's something fucked with you. I prefer Budweiser any day. Bud Light has a weird taste, it. So I don't know what it is. But look, two seconds, gone, you know. Tours light. Two seconds gone. This man is drinking this beer so quick. He could be his own flip cup team and destroy other teams for how quick. Now, I'm not sure how quick he is at flipping cups, but how fast he's chugging beer. Dude, he could be his own flip cup. And he's already one, two, three, four. This is his fifth pint in. Usually, flip cup teams are like say, well, it depends how many people are playing. Here he is with the Miller High Life. He decides to take another pounder. Go! Just like that. And walks away like nothing ever happened. Of course, with a little let's go at the end. He just drank everything that was on the fucking tap. Except for that. Oh yeah, I think that was uh, the Budweiser. He drank all that in like a minute video. I tell you ladies and gentlemen. Drinking is not just for fun anymore. It is an Olympic sport. Like they like, it's come to the point where, like, Post Malone and them do, like, live stream beer pong tournaments and shit like that. I grew up in the day of beer pong and all that. I didn't grow up in, like, a, I was born into all the drinking games, obviously. But, I was never good at them. I was good at Flip Cup, ladies and gentlemen. I was always good at the Flip Cup. But when it came to all the other shit, no. Fucking beer pong dog shit. Fucking... King's Cup, ugh, never play. I hated playing it. Ride the bus, hate that one too. Um, drink Jenga or drinking Jenga. That's a fun one, but you know, if you fucking knock everything over, it's it's just game over. But the drinking world is turning into a competition, and I'm not into it. Like, especially with these parties, like university things, you see all these ones of all these guys full sending it right, but you never see. The aftermath of them after they drink a shit ton of booze and stuff like that till now, oh shit! I blew it. It's okay, I can fix this. Ah, crap! Oh, there I am. Okay, I clicked on the wrong one. So there's always um, like those ones, you know, like full send and shit, where um, you know they chug like a whole fucking bottle of like. Whiskey or something the one thing you never see is the aftermath and I was going through my old saved videos on Instagram And I found an old one that I just loved I saved this this is from the same thing Canada party life and um, This man at 2 33 p.m. decided to drink I'm not even sure if it was a full bottle about a half a bottle of pink Whitney and then this oh no I think it is full actually uh, if not, it's, pu- it's pretty pretty close. Now, this is when Pink Whitney came out, like, first came out, and it was, like, impossible to get. Everyone and their mothers were like, oh, my God, Pink Whitney is the way to go, and if you don't like Pink Whitney, you're fucked, and blah, 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 blah. I bought a bottle of Pink Whitney when I first moved into this apartment, and all I gotta say is I don't understand the hype. Like, it was good. It's okay. Like, you know, I, I can take a shot of it and not be that big of a pussy on it but it wasn't like anything where i was like oh my god i need to bottle this every fucking weekend it's been in my like it's almost empty now and i've had it for over a fucking year so obviously it wasn't the biggest deal to me about this bottle but a lot of people were saying if you drink it really fast you'll black out or you'll drop like a fucking i can't think you'll just drop (laughs) So this man right here decides a 233 to chug about a half a bottle. It looks like a 26er, if I'm not wrong. I'm going to turn up the volume here, cause you need the kind of the volume of later on, or after he finishes it. So he chugs it. He's going. He's going, like a champ, by the way. Look at him go. 234. He finishes it. He gets up, ready, hyped. Let's get her. Let's get her done. Let's get paid. Let's go home. You know he feels like a god. <laughs> 3 41 p.m he is a leahy drunk leahy passed out in the middle of a fucking carpeted floor not knowing where he is and not knowing what he's doing the most impressive thing about this whole thing is that he's not puking i don't know about anybody else but if i chugged a half a bottle of fucking pink whitney i probably would have puked but this man is is still going he's not puking but he's definitely in no condition to keep partying. You hear that voice? That's him. That is him on the ground. He's trying to get up right now. He has a wish you were here. Fucking, um, uh, sh- sweater on. That's, that's literally him telling the guy who, uh, chugged the, or chugging or that's him talking to himself before he chugged a half bottle. Like, I wish you were here right now. Cause I am fucked. I am not going to have any fun at this point. I need to go to bed. And puke up and probably get my stomach pumped in the morning. <laughs> like, that is a Leahy drunk if I've ever seen it. And it's totally, like, this is like something that it's like totally well not like, oh, like, he's like, that is totally legitimate to be that drunk after trucking a bottle like that. <laughs> Like, just go, And the funny thing is, look how, like, he looks so cleaned up before, like, he looks kind of like a frat boy, you know, kind of like a guy who works for Nelk, you know, he's ready to go, he's chugging and stuff, but I mean, once the fucking shit hits the fan and the liquor hits his liver, he is fucking out cold, no hat on, like, like, I swear to God, his ass crack looks like it's about to hang out. Like, fucking one hand up by his face, the other one just sprawled out, like legs. You know, when you're like passed out drunk, your legs bend into each other? That's what he's literally doing right now in this video. You know what the worst part is? All the kids are kind of laughing at him and shit, like, oh, look how drunk he is. And the very sad thing is, I've been that guy. Who's been that fucked on the floor and I've also been the guy who's sitting there laughing at the guy who's really fucked up on the floor saying you're an idiot and literally being like that one guy saying one chug done or whatever I've been that guy like, oh you done you think you're done now yeah I've been both sides of that and um, honestly I'm not gonna lie I felt like low-key down the road I felt kind of bad about doing that to some of the people I did but some of them just couldn't handle the liquor. Some of them would try to say, Oh, I can out drink all of you and show up fucking late to the party. That was those are the funniest ones. When the people show up late and they're like, I'm gonna out drink all of you, and you're you've been drinking for fucking hours, and you still drink them on the table and they puke. That's a really funny night for you. For the guy who who literally comes who acted like that. It's just a big old humiliation for him moral of the story i don't even know like l- literally ladies and gentlemen i had no clue i'm going to talk about this episode i'm just going through this whole week trying to figure out what the hell to talk about but i just saw that one video and i was like oh you know i can start out with a like random video of the week of you know, someone just drinking pints um but uh all i gotta say is um <laughs> moral of the story ladies and gentlemen drinking is not a sp- uh, drinking is not a sport Drinking is supposed to be, uh, done responsibly, you know, holster your weapons, always don't chug, sip, pace yourselves, there's no winner to the first guy who passes out, you just miss the rest of the night, (gasps) this is the PSA, like literally, I'm gonna say PSA right now, drink fucking responsibly, don't be this guy man, cause it sucks to be that guy, especially around that many people. If they're the wrong type of people, they'll, you'll wake up with cocks on your face. So, drink responsibly. Go out. Have fun. But don't be that guy. Don't chug a whole bottle. Think before you drink. Don't try to be the center of attention. Do shit like this because you'll become the laughing stock. And you fucking deserve it if you think this is funny. So, drink responsibly, ladies and gentlemen. Coming out of the USA. As all good stories come out of, uh, there's been a congressman who definitely did not think before he talked. So, as you all know, if you don't know, there's abortion shit happening in the states. Um, The law or whatever where they're going to ban abortion to a lot of the states. I'm not sure. Like, I haven't been following up on it and stuff. I know that, like, companies are supporting the pro-choice thing, like, you know, they'll fly, uh, their employees to, like, Canada if they want to get an abortion, stuff like that, you know, companies doing stuff like that, and, um, it's, it's a pretty fucked up thing, and it's kind of bringing us back in a lot of years, and uh, if you ask me, I am, like, you know, pro-abortion, like, pro-choice and stuff, not, not just because I'm a guy, and you think, oh, yeah, you just don't want to have a kid and shit, um, like, eh, for women and shit it's definitely a scary time of their lives and um we live in a very weird time with all this shit kind of going backwards um and uh you know like literally banning abortion i don't really get why they're doing it but they are so um you know I mean, I've seen, like, all over the world, they've been protesting and shit, and, you know, good for everyone who's been protesting it, because, like, you know, I I don't think they should be an abortion, and, like, you know, Trudeau, of course, had to get in there when it happened. Oh, we will always stand for pro, shut the fuck up, you're just trying to get more votes, you're an idiot. Just stay out of it, Trudeau, don't fucking get into it, but a uh, congressman, Matt Dumbfuck uh, Gazy, I can't even say his fucking last name, he decided to... Cl- to chime in because he's a congressman. He thinks whatever I say is smart and you're fucking wrong. If you think differently. So he chimed in on the pro choice women of this whole thing. And he said, pro he's, he claims that pro choice women are too ugly to get pregnant. And in a quote, nobody wants to impregnate you. If you look like a thumb. Now looking at the picture of himself of himself. He looks like a thumb, and a thumb with shitty, basic fucking hair. You know, can't grow a beard. Definitely, like his parents didn't love him, but they had him anyways. You know, he's definitely a fucking tool, the 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 dullest tool in the fucking toolbox, or whatever the hell that's said. He's definitely like the way I look him. He's just a, he's just an idiot. He's just dumb as fuck for saying this. Like, did you actually think people were going to be backing you more on this than anything else? Like, I've been reading the comments, um, he looks like an ingrown toenail, (laughs) that's a good one, what his dad told his mom, clearly he was a mistake, like, just, you don't say something like that, and it's like, like, especially in this day and age, where literally, everyone gets triggered by everything, and pro-choice is something that even I believe in, I, like I said, I, if, it's a very hard thing to have a child and if you don't think you're ready then you should have the choice to get rid of it the way i look at this guy is just like you know mommy didn't love him daddy didn't love him but they had him anyway so he was like well my life was so shitty and you know like fucking nobody loved me Then every kid who had a shitty fucking childhood they should go through the same thing i did that's the way i kind of look at him Like, he's just, like, a complete and utter, like, just, just ignorant for even saying that. Pro-choice women are too ugly to get pregnant. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I wonder if this guy even has a wife. Let's look up this clown. Like, Matt, uh, Gates. Oh, here, oh, oh, everyone's been looking for his wife, eh? Ah, shit okay okay she's she's good looking it's not fair the only reason why she's good looking though is because he is a congressman that's the only reason why she's good looking if he was just a regular dude he looks like the kind of dude that like if he wasn't a congressman he would just be sitting in a fucking bar or a club just trying to creepily hit on women Not good pickup lines, he'd say something like, I wonder what your underwear smells like, or like, that shitty line of like, nice pants, I wonder how they look shriveled up at the end of my bed, like, you know, or just the type of guy to be, uh, well, I'm not saying it, I'm just going to say it, I'm not saying it, I'm not saying that, that's going to go too far, but he definitely just kind of looks like a fucking goof, just a big old goof who isn't very educated and somehow is a congressman the way i look how he got to congressman is being a brown noser and sucking a lot of dick that's how i look at it and i think there's going to be a lot of backlash to this and he should have really thought before he talked now this is six buzz so i don't know where their sources are from for all we know this man was just having a locker conversation and someone had a tape recorder like that. How they got Donald Trump. How what Donald Trump said was also fucked up. But, for all we know, this is just like a very fucking way, or a very private way they got this information. And now they're just using it because he's a dumb fuck. Um, when it comes to the end of the day, the way I look at it, uh, if you're pro-choice, or if you're pro-life, I don't care. Just don't be in my face about it. I'm not in any ways about being pro-choice and I know actually a few people who are pro-life and they're never in my face about it so we live a good life and we have fun. You know? This is the type of world that we live in now. We're just like, I feel like everyone's just trying to find a new edge. For all we know, this was just a way to get more people on them because, you know... Like, he doesn't look like he's in the news a lot, so maybe this is a way to fucking get into the news. This, the way he quoted this reminds me of that Trisha Pietis chick who, who wondered if dogs had brains, and she announced she was transgendered, who pretty much keeps fucking doing shit and doing shit just to stay relevant. I think he did this just to stay relevant or he's literally the dumbest human being in the world. And he literally said this thinking, Oh, no, get supporters. Like you will, but there's going to be a lot more black backlash and shit from the news for you saying this. And, uh, people saying, like, yeah, we're coming. We're going to support you. I'm not even sure what the fuck a congressman does in the States. Isn't that sad? Like, I, I don't know, but, um, He's definitely in some hot water for saying this and like just a fucking dummy. Coming out of the world of tattooing, I can't believe someone actually decided to do this but they did and I don't think it was a smart thing to do but as you can tell in the video behind me, uh, someone decided to actually go to tattoo artists and get Nike shoes tattooed on his feet. Like forever. And like, I will say the guy does an alright job. He really did do a decent job on it, but I mean, he literally puts at the end of the video, just do it, to a Nike shoe tattooed on his foot, on his feet, actually, on his feet. He'll, uh, at the beginning of the video, says I will never buy shoes again. Um, in my honest opinion, when it comes to gang tattoos, This is one of those things where you think before you ink. Like, a lot of people are digging the tattoos and stuff, but uh, some people are saying this is the worst thing I have ever seen. Worst tattoo ever. Uh, Achievement unlocked. Shame. Like, this is something that you really, like, mm, you really shouldn't have fucking done this. You shouldn't have done this. You should have thought before you ink. Because, first of all, Like, this isn't just, like, a regular, you know, a little bit of your foot, like, a volleyball or just, like, a fucking flower on your foot type tattoo. That is your whole fucking top of your foot, my guy. That will be so, like... The healing process for a tattoo, for me, is my personal opinion, feels like a fucking sunburn on you. For, like, two weeks straight. It absolutely sucks. Like, the shit does not calm down. And this man decided to get his whole foot so pretty much his feet are on fire you can't wear socks hopefully you're not wearing constr- or not working in construction because that will fucking kill your feet and i mean like i hope like oh my god like it looks so like it looks kind of detailed in the laces and everything too so the way i look guys you spent some money on this tattoo this wasn't just like a 500, like a fucking like $200 tattoo. This wasn't like an hour and a half tattoo. This was like a long-ass sitting for a Nike shoe. And for all you know, for all you know, you will grow out of Nikes. You will grow out of Nikes and you'll become an Adidas motherfucker. And you will switch to that instead. You will be like, oh, fuck. Like, Nikes kind of suck now. Need to switch over to Adidas. You get into skateboarding. You're like, fucking ES vans. Fucking... Uh, oh no, Circa's out. GLOBE, DC, you start doing shit like that? Oh, fucking not, DC. Oh god, everyone their mom rocks DCs. Or, when you hit, when you hit dad age, when you hit the age where you're gonna be a dad and shit, you cannot be rocking those. You will have to tattoo over that and put the new balance shoes on your fucking feet. It's a law. That's why you don't get the Nikes tattooed on your feet or New Balance or anything, because you're going to just have to buy those shoes. And I, I still don't understand the beginning of this fucking, like, video. Never buying shoes again. Okay, so what, You're not going to buy Nikes again? You just love Nikes so much you got tattooed on you, and then you're like, ah, oh, yeah, I'll never have to buy a pair again. <laughs> Do you think this was some type of fucking scheme out of not wearing shoes ever again? Like, what the hell were you actually thinking when you decided... Oh, yeah, let's get fucking Nikes on my feet, like tattooed on me forever. Like, were you that big of a Mac Miller fan? You know, Nikes on my feet, keep my cipher cy- complete. So you just fucking got Nikes literally tattooed on you. And like, that is such a painful spot. Like, if you were this big of, of a fanatic for Nikes, you know what you could have done? Just put the Nike check mark on the side instead of doing the whole shoe because. Honestly, does not look the best. It will look better if you just put the Nike check mark on the side and you lived on the rest of your life with the Nike check mark. And then, you could put all types of different shoe brand logos on your fucking feet. You could be a walking advertisement for feet. Fucking foot porn, you would do great at it. All Nike and all them, but yo, you're into foot porn, you have bus tattooed on you. Fucking sign us up. People will be jerking off while fucking watching... Uh, I don't know what foot porn is. Like, what is involved in foot porn. Ah. What is, I don't know. Uh, yeah, okay, well, bullshit it. Nike's like, yo, you're about to go stomp on this guy's fucking face for foot porn. And the, the, you got the Nike logo? Perfect. You, you can be our guy. You might, like, get that type of shit. Maybe Nike will sponsor you for this for just for foot porn. You know, they'll be, like, fucking... They'll be like, oh, yeah, just fucking foot porn. Just do it. They use their quote. Just do foot porn. Just watch foot porn. Each time they bring out a new shoe, he has to get it (laughs) re-tattooed. No, that's not our we got. That's not it. If you want the fucking money for this next foot porn shoot, you are gonna need the newer shoe. I'm sorry. We don't we're not selling these anymore. Like, could you imagine? But, I mean, at the end of the day, ladies and gentlemen, if you're going to get a tattoo, literally think before you ink, because if you think this is cool, you are like 150 fucking percent wrong. Boy, stick random rant because I ran out of things to talk about. <laughs> to me, this is just kind of like a common sense thing for the the common folk that are driving on the fucking major highways in Canada and probably in the USA and all that type of shit. Um, This has been happening to me so fucking much when I'm driving to work in the morning and home. By the way, when I'm driving to work in the morning, I am fucking always running late. So please, if you see me coming up on your ass, get out of the way. I'm always in the very fast lane. I'm in the fastest lane you can get into, ladies and gentlemen. I always go into there so, you know, people will, like, get out of my way. But yet, they decide to just... Staying the same fucking speed. Even though the airline's open. And they will not let me pass. And I'll go into the fucking middle lane. they will go in that lane just to drive me nuts even more. Like, I get it. I might have ruined your morning by pulling up on your ass. And not just, like, you know, getting over and passing here. But it's called the fast lane for the fucking reason. So, please, for the love of fuck. Just, if you see a car coming up and you're in the very fast lane. Just move over. I, and... The funniest part about this whole thing is I'm the biggest hypocrite because if someone's pissing me off on my way home from work and I'm in the fast lane doing however over, and they pull up my ass going faster, I will not get out of the other way either. But I am a bad person, so don't follow my lead. Also, when it comes to highway driving, this is highway driving 101 with your boy Stick. If you are pissed off at that good old stupid trucker in that one lane that decides to, um, oh geez, I don't know um uh just you know slow down to 100 and they, and you decide to get into my lane the one thing you should always do and you should just please listen to me do this is speed the fuck up this is the biggest i've almost drove right into people's asses before because i'll be driving and i'll be driving like fast and people will be like, oh, this transport trucks pe- like speeding up. And they will just fucking come and cut me right off. And not only will they cut me off, and I almost smoked their ass in, but they will not go any faster. If you are going into the next lane over, you at least got to speed up to everyone's speed and not slow everybody down. I know that 10 kilometers more or 5 kilometers more is so fucking scary, but yet you fucking still do it. If it's that scary, stay behind the transport truck and wait till there's a big enough opening that you can get by doing your own speed in the next lane, which is never. So just stay behind the fucking transport truck. It's simple. But holy shit. Every goddamn day, I'll be driving, like, fucking on the stupid highway. I'll be driving it. And some motherfucker will always just fucking just right in front of me. I almost smoke him in the ass then, And then... They, like, they don't even, like, wave, like, saying sorry, and they don't speed up. Biggest asshole thing you can do. So, next time you see my car, which you will, I'm not telling you, well, I, I drive a fucking Rio. Next time you see a 2018 Kia Rio pulling up on your ass end, just get over. I'm always, usually, if I'm not running late, I, I, I will just be like, oh, okay, I guess I gotta slow down. But the thing is, in the morning, I'm always running late. So, please, for the love of God. Just get the fuck out of the way. Please and thank you. Well, that's going to do it for this week, ladies and gentlemen, of the Honestly Lazy Podcast. Uh, If you liked it, please leave a like down below on YouTube. Leave comments, leave feedback. Let me know if you liked it or not. Um, Loving the new microphone. Big, big adjustment, but I am getting used to it. So that's always good. Always shout out to Courtney, Brad, Smitty, Jonesy, B. Warrens. Um, a lot of you motherfuckers have been saying I need a guest or a co-host, and I'm trying to get that in the works. Hopefully, very soon, you will be seeing a co-host for this podcast, uh, very soon. If not, I'll just start getting a shit ton of guests on. I'll just start messaging all my friends and like, yo, I need you on. Give me an hour of your fucking time. And I've been listening. Don't worry. I'm trying to get guests on here. It's not just, uh, that I'm lazy. It's, um... The fact that everyone's like, I'll come on. Then you're like, all right, come on. Then they're like, right, I don't know when I'm free. Were you free tonight? Yeah, but I want chill. Which I get, but you know, it is what it is. So um, thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. Check it out on all the social medias and stuff down below. Honestly, Lazy Podcast on Instagram, Boy Stick Channel on Twitter. Besides that. Uh, i don't really use anything else but yeah Uh, i'll see you next next time i'm not sure if there'll be an episode next week i might take next week off this week was a shit show i literally came into this i'm like i have no clue what to talk about but i got a new mic and i really want to try it so this week's was kind of a shit show and if you didn't like it it's okay they're not all good but uh next episode is episode 60 that's fucking crazy 60 episodes in had like four three or four interviews only in 60 episodes which is why probably everyone's like you need a co-host because we're getting sick of just hearing you talk i get it all right i'll talk to you guys next time it's your boy stick i'm out peace honestly lazy podcast